الحمد لله وكفى وسلامنا على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والذين جاهدوا فينا لنهدينهم سبولنا سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلامنا على المرسلين الحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم Amongst the most powerful forces in the world is the force of love So there's physical forces there's emotional or psychological forces there's metaphysical forces and one of the most powerful forces in the universe is the power or the force of love. And it is love that drives human beings to undertake extreme sacrifices. It's love that will drive a human being to undertake or undergo extreme sacrifices beyond anything they could ever imagine doing otherwise. And perhaps the best way to understand this is, the best example to use in this regard is the love that a parent has for their child. Or more specifically, the love, that a, the love that a mother has for her child. Now, this is the love that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts into the heart of the mother. Father as well, but the mother in particular. It's such a powerful force, that this love, that it... it it forces the mother to undergo extreme sacrifice that they thought would never have been able to occur any, in any other way or in any other circumstance. So, for instance, when a child is born, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala instantly puts that love within the mother's heart. It doesn't, there's no preparation required. You know, many a times uh, mothers that are anticipating a child, they will try to prepare for that child, right? They'll try to prepare what to expect. In fact, they, I think this book, What to Expect When You're Expecting, right? It's like a common read, but, you know, and all these things to sort of prepare the mother. But the one thing that you never have to prepare a mother for uh, is how to have love for your child in your heart. This is natural. And this is what, this is natural in the sense that, this, natural in, uh, from a secular standpoint, from our understanding, this is a love that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has uniquely created for the mother, and the, only the mother can experience this. And so, um, this uh, love is placed in her heart and she undergoes extreme sacrifices when she, when she has this child. You know, for instance, you know, the thought of waking up four or five times in the middle of the night and forcing yourself out of bed to have to attend to someone else. I mean, that's not fathomable otherwise, right? I mean, that's impossible to, to even think, think like, how would I ever be able to, to do something like that? Right, the fact that you know I'm gonna delay my food before my children eat. I'm not gonna be able to eat anything until my children eat. Until my children sleep, I'm gonna delay my sleep, and I'm gonna sleep, you know, really late at night. You know, these are these are sacrifices that human beings don't make, and they don't make it on a consistent basis. You know, and but a parent for their child, somehow the sacrifice is made, and the reason is because there's this deep love that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala places in their heart and it makes that parent undergo extreme sacrifices and not, and not like, not sacrifice in the sense of, you know, I hate it, why am I doing this? Sacrificing that, wow, I realize this is difficult but but I, I don't see myself doing it any other way. You know, it's not, I mean, yeah, you, the child can cry at night and you can just say, you know what, I'm just going to ignore it and what's going to what's the worst that can happen? But a mother will never do that. I mean, she'll wait a bit, wait a bit and then say, okay, you know what, I'm going to attend to the child. Right? And this is just the, the relationship between a mother and, and their child. You know, and this love, it, carry, it permeates. It's not just you know, for the first few months of life. This love then goes on for years and years and years so that decades later, you know, decades later, 
you know, the, the son or the daughter, they're now married, they have their own family, right? But the love that the mother has for her son or for her daughter, it doesn't, it never dissipates. Years later, the mother could be exhausted, right? Tired, working hard, and then the son picks up the phone and calls and she's just ready to talk for as long as, you know, you want to talk. I mean, friends wouldn't even do that. Hey, listen, I'm busy, we, we can't do it. You go over, you visit your parents, and they'll just give you as much time as you need. Like, there's no pressure or anything. This is just love. Their plans will change for the sake of their children, right? I mean, everything just changes. They'll, a mother spends on her child, right, and expects nothing in return. In any other circumstance, you let someone spend on you, there's some expectation that, hey, you're going to pay me back at some point. But a parent for their child, it's, it's hard for, the, for, uh, for, for a parent to have to do that. And why, how are all these sacrifices possible? It's because a deep love um, has, has fallen, uh, it's because the parents have fallen deeply in love with their children. You know, uh, there's some extreme examples of this, right? If you ever, for instance, need a, tra a kidney transplant, right? If you ever need a kidney transplant, it's, it would be, you'd have to think twice as a child to have to give a a, a, an organ to your parent, although the dean encourages otherwise, but you'd have to think twice. But or if it was a if it was a distant relative, or let's say an acquaintance, and that person saying, "Listen, my my kidney's failing, and I need it," parent for their child, they won't even think twice. They'll say, "Just take it." You know, I've seen this with my own eyes. Examples of this, right? Where it's like, "You test me. I'm the, I'm just take mine. It doesn't matter." In fact, you know, there are obviously examples of mothers who sacrifice their own life for the sake of their kid. I mean, if you think about it too, for a mom, if you were ever in a circumstance where you had to lose your life for the sake of someone else's, the one person you would give up your life for would be your own child, right? It would be your own child, your daughter or your son. That's an extreme, you can't do that in any other circumstance. You can't give up your life for the sake of a friend or for the sake of a colleague or for the sake of an acquaintance or even someone in the community, right? No matter who they are, it's just, it's just difficult to do. But this, this is not something you train a parent to do. This Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has put in their heart. Love has taken over their heart and they don't have any other choice but to make these sacrifices. So what's amazing is that, okay, so this is one example of this world of love between two beings. And in particular, the love that a parent has toward their child, to some extent a child has toward their parent. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes the believers as well in the Quran. And he says, وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا أَشَدُّ حُبَّ لِلَّهِ that those of you who believe, the believers, ashaddu hubbal lillah, they are shadid, extreme, not just extreme. Ashad is like, it's an ism tafdeed. The most, they're, 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 they have the most love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in comparison to any other love that they can have. You know, you, you, dis, you have your love in different directions, maybe toward a relative, a parent, a child, the community, toward your favorite sport, toward your favorite car, toward your favorite home. But the most extreme love that a believer is to have is love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Like, even the love that a mother has for her child is not, is not deep enough that the believer should have for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, what's amazing is the wording that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uses here. He said, Those of you that believe, you should be fiercest or strongest in your love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, what Allah doesn't say is, He doesn't say, you know, those of you who believe, you should love Allah. He doesn't make it an amr or a command. He doesn't say you should love Allah. Those of you who believe, a characteristic of the believer, a primary characteristic of the believer, is that they are deep in their love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's not a command. Why isn't it a command? Because it's not, it's not uh, you can't force a person to fall in love. Just like you can't force a mother to fall in love with her child. You fall in love. You can't be forced into love. You fall in love. 
And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is you can't force someone. You can't say for, love Allah. You have to fall in love with Allah. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, amanu that you should be those of you that if you if you consider yourself a believer, then you should be most intense in your love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in comparison to any other love that you may have, for whomever it may be toward, or toward toward whatever it may be toward. Right? Your love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala should be deep. And in fact, you know, this is how Allah Ta'ala is defining the believer. Right? The believer is someone who's fierce in their love for Allah or intense in their love for Allah. You know, nowadays we like to define uh, believers based off of do you believe in Allah? Do you believe in the Prophet? Do you pray five times a day? Do you fast in Ramadan? Do you give zakat? Do you give hajj? Look, these are actions that are undertaken by the lover. Right? This is not a sign of a believer. This is not the definition of a believer. The definition of the believer is someone who loves Allah. And part of that manifestation of love is that you do things for Allah and the actions come secondary. In the same way that, you know, the, the, a sign of the mother's love, uh, uh, the, the mother has this love in her heart and the way she manifests that love is by undergoing extreme sacrifices, right? She, under, she manifests this love by staying up for hours at night or for feeding the child, you know, in the middle of the night or for driving the child back and forth to practice, to, ga to games, to school, to, 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 to class, etc. And it just doesn't stop. It's this constant sacrifice. So the actions are the manifestation of, the, of love. It's not the definition of, of, of the believer. It's a manifestation of their love. In fact, the Sahaba, عنهم, you know, in the early days of deen, all that was taught to the Sahaba was loving Allah and knowing about Allah and Allah's greatness. So that once the Sahaba could fall in love with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then the Sharia came upon the Sahaba and then they didn't have to think twice. Right? The, the Sharia came down and it said that, you know what, you now have to stop drinking. And what happens? The streets of Medina are flooded with alcohol because all, all the believers who have an intense love for Allah, i.e. the Sahaba, they just were in a minute ready to follow any command that came. Any, any command that had come down upon them because the love of Allah Ta'ala was already dominant within them. Right? Their manifestation of that love was to do whatever Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala asked them. So it's important for us to reflect upon this because you know, as believers, we have a certain set of responsibilities, right? We have, you know, we have to walk what we say. We have to spend in the path of Allah. We have to make, be consistent in the masjid. We have to be respectful toward others. We have to, you know, do all of these things. It's very challenging to, un to take on these responsibilities, right? If, if your heart is, is, is void of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's love. If you're doing this just purely out of the, either the fear of Allah or just purely out of habit or because other people are doing it or because, because this is what is expected of you, it'd be very hard to do, right? Think about it. Like, uh, why is a mother able to wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning to feed the child? Because she loves the child. Why is the believer able to wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning to pray to Allah? The only way they're going to be able to do so if they love Allah. Right? To be, if you want to wake up for tahajjud, you have to have the love of Allah in your heart. If you want to make it to fajr in the masjid, Right? You have to have the love of Allah in your heart. You can try as hard as you want and it becomes difficult. But if Allah if you fall in love with Allah Ta'ala, then why wouldn't you want to wake up and pray for His sake? Why wouldn't you want to wake up and get to the masjid? Why wouldn't you want to wake up and, uh, and, and spend in the path of Allah? The mother spends on her child, right? Uncon without, without limit, without, without counting, she spends on her child. The father spends on their child without counting. Because there's a love in their heart. When a, when a believer has wealth, they don't think twice about spending in the path of Allah Ta'ala because they're in love with Allah. Why wouldn't they spend on Allah? 
So it's important for us to understand this principle, right? Especially those of us that, I mean, for, for all of us, for every believer, this is a, the criteria of every believer, which is what's interesting because this isn't, you know, this isn't for just a select group of people. It is expected that every believer have a love and not just any love, but a deep love for Allah Ta'ala in their heart. And, and so we should, we should reflect upon what our interaction is with Allah. Like how deeply do we have in our hearts a love for Allah? How, how in love are we with Allah? A sign of that love is then going to be all of these actions that are all secondary. If the love isn't in the heart, it's very difficult to remain consistent on deen. It's, you know, if, love isn't, if, if your heart is not uh, infatuated with the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or, 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 or not uh, overtaken by the love of Allah, then yes, sitting for dhikr for five or ten minutes is going to feel like a burden. Waking up at five o'clock in the morning to go to the masjid to pray fajr, it's going to feel like a burden. You know, having to take out, uh, write a check and, you know, to some righteous cause, it's going to feel like a burden. Right, having to you know hold back when uh, when you know you want to say something but you know it's not right to say it, it's gonna feel like a burden. But if your heart is 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 taken over by Allah Taala's love and you're doing this out of love, this these all these things all become secondary. You're just caught up in the beloved. These actions are just happening because your desire is to do something for the sake of the beloved. So. It's something that we should really think deeply about. You know, if I, if I see that I'm struggling with my routine, if I see, feel like I'm struggling in my deen, I'm trying to be consistent, but I keep struggling and I keep failing, um, well, then the number one question you should ask yourself is, okay, well, what exactly is in my heart? And the number one question I should ask myself is, well, what kind of, how deep is my love for Allah? Have I thought about that? Like, how deep really is my love for Allah? And if my love for Allah Ta'ala is overtaken by the love for anything else of this dunya, then you could expect the result to be the same. That I'm going to struggle in my deen as well. So the battle isn't in individual deeds. The battle is in the heart. And the battle is in filling the heart with the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because if I'm in love with Allah, then I'll do everything for Allah. If I'm in love with Allah, then I'll love to pray to Allah. If I'm in love with Allah, I'd love to spend in the path of Allah. If I'm in love with Allah, I'd love to go to the house of Allah. If I'm in love with Allah, I would love to, tr to, to serve the creation of Allah. Right? But if... I don't have that love in my heart, then I, I can't expect um, that to manifest outwardly, right? If it's not even present on the inside. So think about this, you know, deeply with, within your own life and, and think about how deep your love is for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Sahaba were madly in love with Allah. The Prophet was madly in love with Allah. Now, like I mentioned in the beginning, love is a, is a very powerful force. But you can't force love. You have to fall in love. You can't force love. You have to fall in love. You know, if a mother's, uh, I'm using the example of a mother because really there's no better example than a mother for her child. But if a mother is sitting and there's a room full of 12 or 15 kids and her son or her daughter is there and you tell the mother, look, I don't want you to love your child. Look at all these other kids. Pick one other child that you can love more than your child. She's not going to be able to do it. It's not possible. You know, you can't just redirect it. There's a lot more involved than that. So, we should think about what our love is for Allah Ta'ala. We should think about the ways that we can fall in love with Allah Ta'ala. And, and there are many ways to do so. Uh, the, the prime of which is to remove love for other things. Uh, and then the rest will fall into place. If your life is upside down, if you fall in love with Allah Ta'ala, everything will fall into place. The deen becomes a pleasure. It, 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 it stops becoming a burden. And people under people sometimes ask the question like, how is it, why, why, why do you pray? You know, why is it that you go to the masjid so much? I mean, you, for, 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 for a true lover of Allah, these questions are silly. 
Like, why wouldn't I pray? Like, why wouldn't I give in the path of Allah? Why wouldn't I spend time in righteous company? Why wouldn't I do all of these things? It's just common sense. I'm in love. When a, when a person's in love, they go to extreme measures. When a person's in love, they go to extreme measures. So the answer becomes very simple. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the tawfiq to appreciate uh, that love is, is a prime characteristic of every believer. Love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a principal characteristic of every believer. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us deep in our love for him. Uh, and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow that to then manifest as actions in our lives. Wa akhir da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.